greatest night of the year, nay, the decade in all of professional wrestling. AEW debuts on TNT, NXT goes for two hours on USA, and here we are on the Wrestling Inc. podcast to talk about the entire thing. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined as always by Matt Morgan, The Blueprint, and returning. Oh, it's, it's like a surprise return. It's like he was out with injury and now he's back. He's cleared for action. Raj Giri. Yeah, hey guys, and I'm back with illness, but uh, here we go. Uh, yeah, I've been battling a cold, but you know, I, I couldn't miss this. Yeah, it's a huge night. So much to talk about. Let's start with the high level. Now, Matt, did you watch both shows as they aired live? Yes, but I kept it on AEW, to be fair. And um, their commercials would go to NXT and luckily was able to move it around. Fast forward and catch up. Ah, Raj, how about you? How did you rock this tonight? Yeah, same here. I was watching four hours of wrestling in two hours. It was... uh, it was a lot, man. It's it uh, it was a lot. Um, both shows really good. It depends on what you're into. I thought AEW had the more lively, easier to watch show for like a casual viewer that that's watching for the first time. I mean, there there were some pitfalls. Whereas NXT is NXT. You know, they got the very dark lit arena. It looks like there's 20 people there, but the action was awesome. I mean, the in ring wrestling was amazing. So um, depends what you're into. Right off the bat, would you say the in-ring wrestling was better at NXT than it was AEW? Oh, absolutely. I, it was. I, for I can't sure. believe I'm saying that, but it, it, it was. Yeah. I thought the in-ring was better, but the show overall, I preferred AEW. Um, yeah. Just, again, the, the look and the, the feel and the stars and the surprise ending and Jack Swagger coming out. So. All right, call me right to the party, but has Scorpio Sky always been able to do this amazing Barack Obama? I know. My wife and I were saying the same thing. That was oh remarkably good. He's very gifted. So good. Oh my god, so good. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen that before. But yeah, there were uh, a lot of surprises tonight, and let's let's just talk about. It. So if you haven't watched both shows, we're going to spoil one of the big things that happened tonight. Finn Balor appeared on NXT and said the statement: "Finn Balor is NXT." The announcers were treating it like he is back. It looks like he's going to be in a three-way program with Adam Cole and Tommaso Ciampa. Um, Matt, we've talked about the, the, the shortcomings, right? The, the failure for lack of a better word of Finn Balor on the main roster. What do you think about him back in NXT for a spell? It bothers me because like, just even how you said that is how others are going to perceive it. I know. Failure of him about, and I'm look. it's not his failure. No, it's not. It's not his at all. First universal champion. Not putting a gun to his head saying, dude, you're doing the demon tough bleep. You're doing it. (laughs) <laughs> that's the answer and he'd be a main event act or semi-main event act consistent i don't think this is a long-term thing i think it he's better back, not uh, be. yeah i think he's back for the next takeover and, and then he'll be back on the main roster i mean he's been wanting time to you know he just got married uh take some time off rest up and so i think this gives him a little limited schedule charge up and then i'm sure he'll be back on the main roster and i kind of think that's probably why they got tomaso champa into it too as opposed to waiting until after so that way you can get through this match without beating Finn. I mean, Chomp, I didn't expect Chompa to do, I mean, no, last promo surprise. I seen from him, yeah. Last promo I seen from him said he's taking his time, he's told his family, his wife, that he's going to do this the right way. And it was very believable. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like any time a wrestler says that, that means I'll be Me back I never would normally believe it, but he made me believe it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought WWE was going to pull the ultimate troll move tonight and have CM Punk come out 
and just let let the opponent go for five minutes, right? So where people are switching channels, people are freaking out. And then he's I'm proud to announce I'm going to be hosting, co-hosting the new WWE show on FS1, talking about WWE. <laughs> Tonight would have been the next show. Is he really doing that? Well, it's it's looking like it now. He he has had no talks with anyone in WWE, and we'll talk more about it later. But uh, you know, it's clear him and WWE are still not on good terms. But he's open to talking with them. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Aside from Finn, Tommaso, Jack Swagger, I don't know. I was kind of expecting more in the way of surprises tonight. It seems like tonight was the night to bust out the biggest guns you have, right? Yeah. So maybe that's all they got. That, I mean, you know, yeah. you got to think about who else. Who else is out there? Who else is uh, who else is ready? I mean, there's not much, and and you don't want to blow your water at the first week either. I mean, but is Jack? I like Jack <laughs> Swagger. Is he a needle mover? I mean, did you think that was like a big ta-da, and everyone was going crazy over it? He did look more um, impactful tonight than he has in a long time. Uh, than he has probably ever. I think just because the atmosphere and, you know, sometimes that fresh coat of paint, we saw that back in the Monday Night Wars, just moving from WWE to WCW true. and vice versa. That's a good point. It, it can be a, a shot in the arm. Yeah, no, that's true. Yes, as Israel Vaquera is pointing out, there's already a Finn NXT shirt in WWE shop. So they're capitalizing on this. I think that's the big headline for NXT tonight. No titles changed hands, which I think is going to kill people watching it later. If I read that tonight... Everybody retained. Why? Well, because you want something exciting, right? If you're going to go back and watch it later, if, if that screws up your storylines and your months and months of stories are the storyline arc that you have set and you're okay. going to throw it down the drain because AEW wants to be on TNT. So, no, I'm saying imagine that you didn't watch NXT tonight and you I'd heard be mad at him for that. Yeah. Well, you if you heard with NXT tonight, hey, no titles changed hands. It was good matches, but hey, it's always good matches in NXT. Finn came back. I'm going to watch. Four highlight clips on YouTube. I don't know that I'm going to watch NXT if I didn't watch it live tonight. Okay. I mean, I can see people saying that a little bit, but still, by the same token, you don't throw your show down the drain and in the garbage can. Right. Yeah. You you don't want to hot shot titles just to. I agree. Just for the surprise factor. Something to happen. They had had Finn and they had Tommaso Ciampa. I mean, I think, you know, they're they're limited with what they can do. You don't you know, this is a show right now that's doing a million viewers. Uh, the viewership drop from week one to week two. You don't want to throw Brock Lesnar out there. You know, you got to work <laughs> that, within your budget and you have to work within your audience and and your expectations. So I think they did. I think they did as much as they could tonight without, you know, going overboard. Now, that yeah. being said, I think AEW is going to trounce them in the ratings this week you know i think every show this week uh, i think is going to drop next week uh fox is i think wwe on fox is going to do a huge number i think i i wouldn't be surprised if yes. they do four and a half to five million viewers this week wow um, it's everywhere it's everywhere yeah. it's going to do huge and i'm guessing next week it'll be above three and then drop after that um aew i'm thinking at first i was thinking 1.1 but today there seemed a lot a buzz. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised. It's 1.4, 1.5 million this week. Hmm. Wow. Um, that would be huge. Uh, NXT, I almost feel the opposite. I felt like there wasn't any buzz. They didn't really push it on Raw. They didn't do a hard push on Raw for NXT, which I was kind of expecting. I wouldn't be surprised if they're like 0. 0.7, 0. 0.8 million. So. Okay, so that's where I'm confused because Impact could have sworn we did a few, a few 1.4s, no? Yeah, no, they did a couple twos. Uh, okay. Back in the day, yeah, they, there were a couple times they hit twos, and they were regularly over a million viewers. But uh, so the wrestling o- audience is 
dropped off a lot since then. Well, why can't AEW do that? Uh, I'm not. Well, they haven't. It's just there's so much WWE now. Like, you know, with three hours of Raw, two hours of SmackDown, now NXT. I think without NXT head to head, um, I wouldn't be surprised if they could get up there. But, you know, the audience is a little split and everything as well. Yeah. Speaking of which, let's take the moment and thank the sponsor of this episode. Guys, you remember the day back when you could pop that big rating? You were breaking a two on a weekly basis. Now, you're barely scratching the surface of a one. People are cutting the cord, not just with their television subscriptions, but that could also be used to apply to your sex life. Blue Chew. Blue Chew's going to bring it back. It's like ratings Viagra, except it's actual chewable Viagra for your schwanz. Tonight, you wished you had two eyeballs. Blue Chew's going to give you so much sex drive, you're going to wish you had two, well... You complete the sentence there. Bluechew.com, blue like the color blue that is the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they are chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. No more waiting. No more waiting and praying and hoping, saying, I'm going to take a pill. Honey, how are you feeling tonight? We looking good? No? Okay. Leave me alone. I'm I'm just going to go downstairs and read. Knock, knock before you come in. Just promise me you'll knock. Take your Dungeons and Dragons book, you nerd, and leave me alone. (laughs) Blue Chew is the antidote because you could take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you could be ready whenever that opportunity arises. Raj, Raj has uh, made it awkward for everyone talking about his experiences. Matt, well, they don't call him the mayor of Longwood for nothing. I've been calling that his entire life. And why? Blue Chew. Now, this isn't just for guys who can't perform. It's for any guy who needs that extra function and wants to enhance their performance in the bedroom. If you talk a good game, if you set high expectations, Blue Chew is going to help you follow through, perhaps for round two, three, four, and more. It's prescribed online, shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person's doctors visit. You can do it all over the internet. No waiting in the pharmacy. They mail it to you. And best of all, no more awkwardness. And it comes in that discreet package, so nobody knows you're getting this. This is your secret. It's for you. It's between you and Blue Chew. They're going to send you this pouch. We got a deal. They're made in the USA. They prepare and ship direct. They're cheaper than a pharmacy. And for our listeners, you're going to get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code WINC. Just pay $5 shipping. That's promo code WINC when you go to bluechew.com, B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code WINC to try it free. They're going to send you not just one. You're going to get like four or five of these tablets that you could chew and uh, have some of the best nights of your life. It's going to take you back to when all the time was go time. Blue Chew, the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the Wrestling Inc. podcast. I'm going to need some Blue Chew before these these nights, man, with just how much, geez, it was a, it was a marathon tonight. <laughs> yes. And not, not in a great way. Not in a great way like a night with Blue Chew. It seemed like a lot <laughs> right. of work tonight. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of work to pay attention to what was happening. Um, let's talk about the shows one by one. We should talk about AEW first because tonight AEW is facing its greatest competition which isn't NXT, the greatest competition for AEW is our nine months of expectations of thinking, imagining, hoping about what AEW television was going to be like. Matt, did it meet those expectations for you tonight? Some aerial shots looked really good, and then others, the crane cam, the crane cram, the crane cam is the one that like kind of like, you can't see my hand, kind of moves, you know what I'm talking about? Some of those showed way too many empty seats, I thought, um, at times. And yeah. you have control over that camera. Don't show those seats. 
right. which is one. weird because it was sold out. Yes, <laughs> and it looked it, especially from the rafters when they shot like the overview. It was an amazing shot. It was exciting to see it that packed. Um, it gave it, it. It was weird because I don't know about you guys. I immediately, immediately felt the WCW Nitro feel. Smoke everywhere. Um, the, the, like I said, the overview shot of the arena. Everybody was super, though, pale. Did you guys notice that? Even the fans. Hmm. Everything was very, like, this white tinge, I felt. Um, just, like, extra Caucasian, extra white. It's, like, super <laughs> people, like, not tan. The whitest show on television. To, is this my, I was trying to, it wasn't my my uh, TV, the brand new TV. Um, I don't know. Um, I think it reminded, felt, I'm sorry, go ahead. The lighting, and I don't know, because it was the fans looked the same way, too, as the wrestlers did, I thought, in that regard. The, 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 the tint. Yeah, I think uh, to your point with the Nitro, I think they're kind of going for that feel. And even a lot of the like the ring announcer at the end saying with TV time remaining, that's something they would say every week on Nitro. Um, they were giving it a more Nitro feel, I felt like. And so with that, you have the white lighting as opposed to WWE has all the colored lighting everywhere. And, you know, uh, it's, it's like all that stuff. So I, I think that's what it was. Also, one thing these guys need to start being more aware of now that they see what they look like on TNT, on actual TV. They've got to start playing their gear off. That, like Sammy Guevara's gear, looked low rent as hell. Mm. Um, and, and these are things that wouldn't really show up on the little on our little phones watching it on uh, on these apps that we watch it on generally, or, or whatnot. Um, I just thought a lot more blemishes, if you will. It reminded me when TNA first went to uh, HD. What a big deal that was. We couldn't wear tan and tan anymore because we looked like friggin' Oompa Loompas in the ring. <laughs> Everything was orangey. It looked crappy. But it never showed up on TV before it went to HD. Um, that's what it kind of reminded me of tonight. Um, as far as these guys need to like look at themselves aesthetically and see what they like. Even um, what's his name? MJF. Yeah, he looks good on everything else tonight. His physique did not look like it normally did. So I, I don't know what it was. Um, Which is interesting because he's probably more jacked than he used to be. He's bit, he's I yes. think he's thicker than he used to be. But I think yeah, I think to your point, maybe he's not tanned or something. But it didn't show gonna, it. They're going to see they need to be, uh, that's the truth. Eddie Guerrero, Benoit, and Kurt Angle, they are so lean. That's why they always look so jacked on television. The leaner you are, the more vascular you are, the bigger, believe it or not, and thicker you will appear. It's really weird how it works, but it does work. That's why they always say big, big folks, big show doesn't, if you see him on TV, it doesn't do him justice. You got to come see him live. That's true. He's literally twice the size of what he looks on TV in real life. Yeah, you know who else is like that? Uh, yeah, Lars uh, Sullivan. Big and doesn't play good on oh yeah, Lars Sullivan is like that too. I've, ever, seen I've seen him at an NXT event, and he just looks way bigger than you would think on TV. On TV, he looks uh-huh. like a big guy, but he looks just right. freakish uh, when you see him live. Huh. So, did you guys watch the special last night on TNT <clears throat> AEW? Yep. Thought that was pretty good. I wish there would have been more elements of that in tonight's show for brand new viewers. Because if you well, didn't the, watch that last night, you were probably kind of the lost. Stuff on Cody yeah. was magnificent. When they started off the show tonight and they did that backtrack with Cody, I thought mm-hmm. it was excellent. All the way into Cody's entrance, by the way, which was off the hook. Yeah. Talk yeah, about an I- amazing start to a show, though. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And Glenn, we 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 were arguing with people on Twitter about this tonight. But um, 
I think as a wrestling fan, I I thought tonight's show was easy to watch, easy to sit through from uh, from beginning to end. The production values were great. But if I'm a first time viewer, I don't know who any of these people are. And outside of Cody, who is probably the most you know second most popular guy on the show, uh, mm-hmm. they're not doing anything for any of the wrestlers. So I'm not saying do ten minute packages for each guy, but for the title match, you know, just take a minute clip from yesterday's countdown special on the Riho Nyla Rose thing to spice it together and air it before. So it gets people familiar with who these guys are that are watching for the first time. Cause you're going to have a lot of first time viewers tonight and you want to keep those. They, they honestly should have done that even with Adam page and Pac. And Pac yeah. As well. yeah, no, I you think that the main event page and Pac Riho and, and Nyla. And then, uh, with Cody, they kind of did it, but yeah, I think yeah. I think those four matches they should have. Because to me, Adam Page just went out there and just lost a match. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like there wasn't much. He's a much bigger star than that, right? And it's like a, you watch a UFC, right? They do those those fight intros where they have that little package before each fight, and it gets you into it. Even even if you're already familiar with the characters, but you watch it, and it just gets you excited to see the match, as opposed to. You know, just watching it. I know they want to do less talk, more action, but you're talking about one to two minutes just to introduce people and, and get them into the match. Even something little, because um, Sammy Guevara, they had a little bit of him hyping the match, and they were showing that B-roll footage. But uh, as Joseph Aramo was saying, they're really using their YouTube channel to sell storylines. Even uh, Sammy, a couple weeks ago in the Being the Elite mailbag, someone said, what's up with the pandas? And he was just kind of shrugging. He was like, I like pandas. You oh. know, it's like, so, but something like that just to sort of, explain it away actually did he give the explanation about how i think he did say the pandas are vicious animals when provoked just something i the think would have helped. we don't remember i watch all the being elites i don't remember yeah i should i don't yeah it's, and you're, you're talking about app. hundreds of thousands of people that watch being the elite and you're yeah. looking at millions of viewers you know at least a million viewers is that you know would be the i would think the bottom of what you would want and so yeah. um don't assume that they're watching being the elite <sighs> And um, I'm not saying WWE is great at this either. All too often, WWE has those WWE.com exclusives where it's something they didn't bother to put on television and instead they uh, put it on the internet. And it's not that people are uh, too lazy to go and Google it, but if I'm trying to watch a TV show, I don't want to sit there. No. Yeah. Yeah, No way. Right. You You know, you you don't want to be doing your research during a TV show on on who these guys are. And, you know, WWE, to their credit, in the past has used those pop-ups before. Remember for a while they were doing the graphics, the, like, height, weight, and they give you, like, a fun fact mm-hmm. about somebody? Even yeah. that tonight would have been helpful. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I think with Sammy Guevara, he's got good swagger. He's he's good in the ring. He's sure. got a natural cockiness. I think he needs to get rid of the panda stuff. Um, yeah, you know, grow right. out your facial hair. He looks very young. It's yeah. kind of hard to take that seriously at times. And, yeah, ch- uh, change up the gear because I think he could be a star. Panda, he's nuts. But yeah, I, I don't. It's hard to take serious. And I love Panda Express. Um, the other thing is this: is that they also need to start being more cognizant of some of these high risk moves they're going for. It's why I'm drawn in. To be fair, it's why I like AEW. It's why I want to watch because I do want to see these high risk moves these guys do that I could never do, and that's why I like it. But by the same token, you saw. A lot of flubs and a lot of slip ups, just in Sammy stuff alone. The, the, the little, little little things that took you out of it a little bit. If that wasn't Cody laying on the mat, taking some of those things and waiting on him for five minutes, um, I, I think they'd lose fans. Well, do you think it was a mistake to have this match go for almost the full 20 minutes tonight 
at the top of the show. Okay, I've got to be honest. When I first I came back from the gym, and I was ten, I was like seven minutes late or ten minutes late or something like that into the shows, and I was like, I came in as Jericho was attacking him. Right? Oh wow! So like they started off with Jericho just beating him up as the bell rang. You know, that would have so been a better opening. I was able to catch the replay beginning just before we did this. I was like, oh wow, they gave them a lot of time. Cool. So they actually let that. I actually like that. I thought that was cool that they gave them time because you got to get Sammy over, right? You got to give him some good match. I liked it too, and it's clear they have plans for Sammy because he came out in the main event. Um, and yeah, I think yeah. starting off with a hot match and not a squash match is the better way to go. It's it it kind of separates from could, WWE, which starts off with a promo usually. Can we just the, just for one second? We have to. I don't think we've done it enough. And acknowledge that reaction. The kickoff to the show. Cody Rhodes in the ring with his wife, leaving WWE, taking a hell of a risk. And this is his story. We got to watch it unfold tonight and, and really yeah. take and really, you know, bloom. And it was that was really cool to sit there and watch and watch his authentic excitement for it. You know what I mean? It wasn't that phony wrestling, Marty Jannetty, come on, you know, that BS babyface crap, babyface fire. It was uh it was authentic and very organic. And that was that was cool to watch, I thought. Mm-hmm. AEW looked like a much bigger deal tonight with that sold out arena, the big lighting, the pyro, the and and I was bummed we only got the big entrances on that first match because that compared to NXT, if you were watching uh, Riddle versus Cole, that looked like just another NXT match. Uh, by comparison, AEW felt like a bigger deal. If I was switching channels, that would be like, oh, this is, you know, if I was just watching the two and didn't know anything about them, I would assume AEW was much more popular. Definitely. Adam Page got pyro. Did he? Okay. Yes. Well, there you go. That's two. Yeah, I missed that. Two. Uh, it was cool. So this match, of course, Cody won in there. I don't think anyone really thought Sammy was going to win this. They did. Uh, uh, he but did it went do that. For a long he time. Did, it was good. He, uh, he did do that one dive to the outside. Cody did a dive to the outside, and Sammy pulled Brandy in front of him. So uh, Sammy. So Cody nailed Brandy and Sammy. So Brandy taking a, a big bump on the show. It's kind of mm-hmm. neat. Yeah. Yeah. When are they going to get a padded guardrail? I swear that metal makes me so uncomfortable. Especially with these guys. Yeah. Right? Well, again, I think it's the Nitro thing. I think it's they didn't have the padded guardrails back then on Nitro. Yeah, but Mm. they weren't doing – it wasn't this physical back then. The the cruiserweights back then, they would do a bunch of crazy uh, flips and dives. But, yeah, definitely not the top guys. Yeah, every the other match thing is you like- can't you can't set a table mm. on the padded walls. It, it it doesn't have the same kind of uh, it won't help the table break as crisply. Yeah, you know what I mean, it and absorbs I like- the table bump a little bit. And I like it too, yeah. just because it's another thing that's different from WWE. And I think as as different as you are from WWE, the better. You know, just if you're trying to be an alternative, that's not a knock at WWE. I just mean like, no, we want too many right. promotions. Impact has been trying to be WWE light forever, and it's gotten them nowhere. So trying to be an mm-hmm. alternative is the way to go. Yeah. Uh, after that, after the match, Tony Schiavone went to talk to. Cody and then bam uh what happened first Jericho ran out attacked Cody Guevara well, got in on it well Guevara went to shake uh, Jericho's hand that's I mean I mean uh, Cody's hand and so it looked like the typical you know we're good sports you know we're shaking hands and then while he was holding on to his hand Jericho came in from behind and blindsided him 
Joker Gregory says, stop comparing to Nitro. Hey, if they're uh, comparing it to Nitro, no, why it, shouldn't we? <laughs> that's true. Um, by the way, tonight, I'm going to get so much wrong. Because I feel like I, I don't remember anything that happened in the last two hours. It was like trying to read two different books at the same time. Very yeah. distracting. Uh, I, I'm not doing this every week. I'm not watching both shows every week simultaneously. It's impossible. It's impossible mm -hmm. to do this and retain any, anything. Um, after that, oh, what happened after that? Oh, uh, Cutler, uh, Brandon Cutler versus MJF. Yeah. This this one, I, poor Cutler. When he came out, nobody cared. Nobody yeah. cared. Um, however, there was a great spot in the match. He showed, first of all, Cutler did show good fire. He can work. He had a hell of a dive. Um, they all hit a hell of a dive, obviously, tonight. But, but he hit a really aggressive one, I thought, and landed in the perfect uh, um, position to sit there and, and just sit there on the mounted position on MJF and just dig into him. Um, cool spot, though, I thought by Cutler. Again, uh, climbing off, uh, jumping off the top rope. I bit hook, line, and sinker that he really screwed that up. I, I really did. I thought he really screwed, like, like that was a shoot. I thought, like, he really hmm. slipped off that top rope. Um, and I was about to feel so bad for him. So, like, I, I actually bought that. And then when you see the finish un, unravel, you could tell that that was part of the work. What did you think of MJF's first national television promo tonight? <sighs> he's he's awesome. Okay, let's just be honest. Yeah. He's money, and he's the future. He really is. He's not lying when he says it. He's awesome. He's entertaining. We've seen better from him. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was pretty quick. It was pretty basic. You know, in and out. It was a quick showcase match. It was I mean, that's what it was supposed to be. It wasn't supposed to be a good match. It was just oh. supposed to be a quick showcase oh. for him. Listen, and Giovanni, don't ever call any of your wrestlers a little anything. You're an announcer. You would get your ass destroyed and handed to you by anybody on that roster. That's how you have to call this action. You don't ever get to chump or jabron um, any wrestler, especially at your age. More mm. What did he say? He called him a little prick, which was funny. Yeah. <laughs> but, ah, that's not what you're selling. I mean, yes, he's a prick, and yes, he's the guy you want to punch in the face, and he's annoying, but guess what? Because none of you average people can do it, gets him more heat. That makes him a bigger jerk. So when the announcer is jabroning him and chumping him and not scared and, and saying things like that, why would we the fans be? Yeah. Yeah. Treat him like a star. You could say he's a prick. Don't call him a little prick. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's what you, that's what dads say about their kids and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But so MJF you know, won this. To... Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I was I was just gonna say I think you don't want to cram in too much. So I thought for what it was, this was the appropriate amount of time, and I thought it was good for what it was. Yeah. yeah definitely. Yes. MJF won this uh, pretty quickly via submission. <clears throat> After Adam Cutler racked off the top rope and slipped and we thought he was hurt and he yeah yeah uh this was awkward kiss uh chris van fleet talked to kevin smith and jason Hughes <laughs> at rings and i let me just say i love kevin smith and jason yeah, i'm actually real legit fans of those guys so stoked to see them on All this but to put them in a trash talk segment with angelico and jack evans no yeah that was just bad no, no. Doesn't jay look jay looks really different doesn't he's he? been sober for like 10 years now. Is that what it is? Okay. They're older. They're older. Yeah. These guys were, I was in college. My freshman year in college, I think, uh, 
What was the first one? Uh, Clerks. Clerks was was 94. Yeah. Oh, I think Kevin Smith looked, Kevin Smith looks the same, just 150 pounds lighter. Yeah. But uh, Jay, I wouldn't recognize. And Kevin Smith started doing his nonverbal bit for a second. (laughs) Then he went and he started talking. Um, those guys coming out, oh my god, that was so uncomfortable to watch. But I was like, do normal people that don't watch wrestling, uh, maybe they're entertained by this, and I just don't know it. That was tough. I mean, especially because we we didn't get a lot of storytelling tonight. It was so it was weird that this was like the with big these, celebrity moment with the trash talk with these two guys in weird suit uh, outfits. Yeah. They need a name. <laughs> no, I've been calling the them. Part, hang on, hang on. The best yeah. part was private party coming through there. Yeah. And then they themselves looked like they were being escorted away. <laughs> what? That's their gimmick. Everyone else gets escorted away. That's their VIP sections, wherever they go. Yeah, this thing, though, it, it was a mess. It felt like um, – and did they ever say it was Angelico and Evans, you know, watching two shows at the same time? I don't I recall. Evans. I don't know about Angelico, though. Okay. Yeah, I just felt like, again, back to what we said earlier, if this is your first time watching, you don't know what the hell is going on. And – uh they never really explain it. Should would the average person, uh, my mom, for instance, is she? She doesn't watch any wrestling. Would she? You know, would she sit there and be like, "Oh my god, I know them. Those are big stars." So this wrestling stuff that you're watching, Matt, must be a big. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin no, uh, yeah, I'm all for involving them, but uh, give them something. I don't know how to yeah. Did you see uh, the backstage thing they shot that Joey Janela tweeted out? Because Joey's from Jersey, and so they did this whole thing. Like, hey, didn't I used to buy drugs from you guys? Like, that was cute. That was funny. I understand yeah. why they didn't do it on TV. Yeah. But uh, that was much better, uh, far superior. But Angelico and Evans, they need a name. I think, Raj, you coined it uh, originally. I've been calling them the mocap boys because they look like they're doing motion capture. Or yeah. the highlighters. It makes sense on so many levels. They just need something. Uh, with that gimmick, because uh, without a name, it's nothing. They're going to face Private Party next week uh, when the it, tag team. It will be a good match, by the way. Oh, absolutely. It'll be great. But um, then we got outside the White House. Uh, SCU was there. And yes, Scorpio Sky doing a remarkably good Barack Obama impersonation. Um, they got to you know work in the tagline, the worst town I've ever been in. Uh, and then... We cut to them on the ramp. Pentagon Jr. and Phoenix showed up. Um, they were getting into it and then separated by security. There was a, schma- there was a schmoz between SCU and, yeah. uh, and them. And then it got broken up as they went to commercial break. Yeah. It, during action, which is what you want. But, dude, that is not how you bring them out. Yeah. The, the Loser Brothers, that's how you bring them out? No. I'm, how were they not on this show wrestling the Young Bucks? I don't care if it was the 25th time either. I, I have to say that if the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers had opened the show, I would have said no contest AEW won tonight yes. by a wide mile. And I, I don't care if it's the 35th time. I really yeah. don't. They're that good. And it is that entertaining. And more importantly, it sets the tone for what this mm-hmm. new show is. It's news wrestling. It's stuff you – this isn't your grandpa's wrestling anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. In fact, I would argue that the match they had it all out, if I had to show anybody one match to show them why AEW is different, it would probably yeah. be that match. Yeah. Damn. You know? Uh, so, yeah, tonight was... I just didn't like this is how they brought out Lucha Brothers. This yeah. is how they were... The crowd really wanted to pop for them. You could hear it. And yeah, it's like, kind of... Hey, should we give it a... Should we do it? Should we? Okay, yeah, we'll cheer for them. 
Right. You kind of forget they were there because they were. It was just so nonchalant how they were used. But they were big stars, man. I thought they did very good in the promo for what it's worth. Mm-hmm. Wait. So uh, Mike Revolata saying the young bucks, young bucks are facing Private Party next week. Then even more. Why were Angelico and Evans in the segment with Private Party and Kevin Smith and Jay? I don't know. Life is a mystery. Up again. Okay. I, think, I think it was yeah. a quick way to throw him on TV and then, you know, introduce him without spending too much time because you're limited on time, too. That's the only thing uh, I think of. Well, we got Hangman Adam Page versus Pac. This certainly was not limited on time. No. And um, just, just just go go through it and say who won. Well, uh, Pac won uh, via referee stoppage submission. Yeah. So same thing as Omega. Uh Pac hit a, a low blow on on uh, on Page, then hit the uh, the Black Arrow, it's called now, and then the Brutalizer, which was the same submission that he used on Kenny Omega. So they're really getting the submission over, and really making Pac look like you know, really making him look strong. Yeah, well, which I would agree with. That's the way to go. My question is, Adam Page, this was like we I was, I felt like we were I can't compare him to Jericho, so. So for all the fans, calm down when I say this. But he, in a way, reminded me a little bit of when, remember when Jericho was finally coming into his own and you're like, that guy's going to be a mega star one day. He's too good looking, too good of a wrestler, too good of a face at the time to not go on to WWF mm-hmm. one of these days. I remember always thinking that. That's what Adam Page is, I thought, in that he gives me that type of feel. He's going to be a big star. And they've been selling us. He's gonna be a big star to the point where some of us even thought he might win that world title. I thought so. Um, and then you have him lose a world title match at Jericho. Okay, that's fine. You don't have him go out there and lose to anybody, let alone anybody. You get him a match in which he gets a win back. Yeah, I, I wonder if they've uh, lost confidence in him a bit. Raj, we talked about this in Las Vegas months ago. Adam Page looks like the guy. That could be the face of the company. I think we all thought that until he started cutting promos, and he's not there yet. I mean, they're all buddies. They're not going to lose okay. confidence in him. Um, I, I just think he's not the current plan. I mean, where to me, where it appears it's going is that they're going, <clears throat> and it's weird because it's kind of like they're turning Kenny Omega heel, um, which is kind of weird because you have enough heels. You got Jericho, uh, you got Pac. You don't need Kenny Omega. You need a strong baby face, and Cody is not enough. Um, Mm. And, and look, I'm not comparing. I, I'm just using an analogy here, but it's like mm-hmm. Triple H and The Rock, right? Mm-hmm. Triple H is Triple H, but he was never The Rock. Cody is Cody, but he'll never be the top, you know, cr- the baby face that people are going crazy for. They'll like him, they'll respect him, but he's not the one that, you know, the larger in life star. Uh, Kenny Omega has the potential to be the biggest baby face that they have. Um, yeah. So turning yeah. him baby face right now, I mean, who else would you say? Jericho when he's ready. Unfortunately, <laughs> Jericho. Uh, I mean, yeah. But, but Moxley. Yeah, Moxley is Moxley as well. Yeah. But do you think he's he's kinda, he kind of is a baby face in a weird way? That's because I love Kenny Omega. I love watching him wrestle. I think he's a he's not a good promo. Not yet. Yeah. He's still, still feeling himself out. He's still he's getting there. All these goofy things he's doing. I'm telling you guys, it get it's gonna get him somewhere. He's getting all these things out. And you have to do that before you figure out who the hell you are as a persona and a character. We do not have to be in your head and think about how to cut this promo as a certain yeah. character. You just rip and roar and you just fly and you react. Yeah. He's still not there yet. He's still, that's my opinion. Unless Kenny Omega is really like that 24-7, which I don't think he is. I don't know. 
really into video games. That has nothing to do with it, but how he talks and the manner nope. in which he does. And... But he's kind of, I think he's kind of adorable in that he's legitimately like – no, no. And I, what I mean by that is he's a fantastic wrestler, but he's also like a huge nerd for video games, Joshi wrestling. Like there's all this stuff. He's into like very nerdy pursuits, and he's not afraid to let that flag so, fly. It's the same thing that was told to me. you got to change the tone in your voice then. You have to – there's something you've got to do differently to make people buy you as a ass kicker when it's time to buy you as an ass kicker. You know, the nerdy stuff, you know, that's that's cool for a while. But ultimately, as we still see nowadays, people would prefer Stone Cold any day, right? Yeah. yeah. So, that's Cody's role. Okay, give him the video games. I don't care about the video game stuff. I'm just talking about when he actually talks and opens his mouth. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but he'll get there because he's – He's fun as hell to watch, obviously. He yeah. doesn't like watching wrestle. It's interesting. He has all the swagger in the world in the ring. Started Cody, though. I, I honestly don't. Huh, interesting. What's that? I don't see him as a big... He doesn't give me a a feeling of being a bigger star and carrying himself like a bigger star than Cody. Cody screams big star from his suits to how he talks to... To me, he does. You know, I feel like My, Kenny's been hurt a lot over the past year. Like, since... Uh, <clears throat> Since he left New Japan, I feel like a lot of the uh, aura has kind of died down. And beating him twice already off the bat, I think, kind of hurt it a little bit. And not presenting him as the greatest wrestler in the world when that's what we've been fed online and everyone was believing already. And to not feed on that and go beyond that, I think has hurt him. Because he he didn't feel like the biggest star on the show where a year ago when you were talking about AEW or eight months ago or whatever, Kenny Omega was the the top name. The hottest thing in wrestling. Right. He was. Yeah. So this was interesting. Britt Baker came out on commentary for the AEW Women's World Championship match between Nyla Rose and Riho. And Riho, despite what I think we all predicted, or many of us predicted, uh, Riho won uh, beating Nyla Rose. Terrible. (laughs) Terrible decision. You know, I, I mean, I like the idea of the monster heel and, and, and you building to finally the baby face beating her. And yes. Burt Baker, that I agree, Glenn. I thought this was set up for Nyla to win and leading up to Nyla and Britt Baker. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Um, so for, so cool. Should we give them props then for, you know, mis, misdirecting every, everything, uh, you know? I'm going to say this. This has been a good week uh, between Authors of Pain's promo on Monday Night Subtitled and then last night on the TNT special when Riho's promo was subtitled. I like that. I like that they're not afraid to have a champion. They're not – see, even with Authors of Pain, props to WWE for letting them speak in their native tongue and have it subtitled so you get the inflection and the substance of it. I think with Riho, maybe this is going to be something really different than what we've seen with uh, an Asian woman as champ. Dude, WWE needs to do it with all their other talents as well. I agree. I mean, yeah. good lord. And Rio, she yeah, she has a, a like a natural charisma where you you do want to get behind her. And it, uh, part of it's her size. She's cute, you know, she, everything else like that. So I mean, the fans were into this match. I mean, it was I mean, it was a fun match. It was a little sloppy at times, but um, but it worked, and uh, they they popped huge when when she won. Yeah. Um... I think it's an interesting decision. I thought with Nyla, the stars were aligning. I thought it made sense to have this monster heel champion for Brit to chase, but I have no freaking clue where the women's division is going from here. 
I mean, they could always go babyface versus babyface with Rio and uh, and Britt Baker, but they did have Nyla attack uh, Rio after the match with uh, uh, Michael Nakazawa uh, when oh, Michael yeah. Nakazawa came in. Yeah, and uh, Nyla looked like uh, she was going to hurt him on that power bomb. Uh, she lifted him up, couldn't get him up. It looked like she, she was going to drop him on his neck, and luckily uh, went up the second time. He worked with her more, and she was able to get it. But um, yeah, she, she she got the attack after. So she's Nyla's clearly still in the mix. Yeah, would hope so. She stands out more than any of them. You know, and then she Kenny Omega came out. out to kind of stop the carnage. So, dude, Nyla Rose is a star. Yeah, I thought she looked great tonight. I thought her gear was on point. I thought uh, yeah. tonight, to me, tonight looked like to me like if this was going to be the coronation. She was ready for it. I so I was very, very surprised. I would have another small thing, you guys, yeah. was sorry, Glenn, the um the ads for each match. Do you know what I'm talking about? When they show Nyla Rose versus Rio. Uh, actual the graphic. graphic, thank you. That's what I was looking for. I thought they did a good job. It might seem like a small thing. I thought that looked very professional major league tonight. The graphics Same with tonight. the credits. Same with the commercials, the dynamite with all the colors exploding behind people. That was that awesome. Was, yeah, it's very very nitro. <laughs> If you keep saying that, Raj, their, their heads are going to implode. <laughs> but you it's watch, our, you watch yeah. the old WCW Nitro opening, and you watch this, and it's very the similar. Smoky air, the smoky arena is uh-huh. spot on. As was their entrance, the whole thing was the way yeah. it was shot. It feels very similar, which is so, good. It's what we want. We want that. I yeah. do. Yeah, and it's so, a completely different show, by the way. It doesn't mean they're copying. And just because you don't have a big skating ramp, you know, on the set and all that, you know, this big overproduced set, you can look like a well-produced show without having to have freaking lights and LEDs all over the place and look like a video game. You know, you look at UFC and Bellator, they look, I mean, it looks great. The production looks great and they don't have lights just all over the place. So I, I like that it's not as intense as watching a WWE show with the, with, just how those lights are just all it's on the ring apron you know on the uh, on the ring posts at first i liked that though to be fair when they really first that started that i thought that was kind of cool it's kind of cool when it goes out when the guys get slammed into it but yeah it's hokey um real quick mjf needs new music his oh, yeah. music is the drizzling bleeps it's terrible <laughs> it's terrible and not in a good heat getting way either he's a star they need to make yeah tonight <sighs> Tonight felt very similar to the their pay-per-views, not double or nothing, but um, I don't know. On the storytelling level, I mean, I feel like it was just lacking. Like we talked about introductions for they people that need, haven't been following. Okay, yes, I agree with that it should have been introductions, but we can't judge them too much on the storytelling aspect except for the in-ring storytelling. We can judge that, but we can't judge the, the, the storytelling as far as who's – this guy versus this guy. It's been going on for six months now, folks. They, they, they don't have that luxury. They haven't started very long ago, right? Mm. We're starting now. Yeah. This was very short on uh, vignettes, very short on video packages. There was uh, some good stuff here. but And the wrestling look, the wrestling was fantastic. They, they do slick video packages, too. This It's just only going to help their show by adding them in. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I feel like if this is five weeks in, this is great. Because you don't need to you know introduce right. everyone five weeks in. But your first weekend, if someone's watching for the first time, after hour one, are they and they're not being told what any of these feuds mean? It's just random right. matches. Uh, do they stick through to the end when you had that hot ending? I don't. I don't know. And guys, we know Pack and we know um, right. Adam Page, right? Yeah. 
I got that feeling from that match with both of those superstars, both those stars, rather. Well, and so it's interesting. Rhino Tools pointing out, give it a couple weeks. They need more action for first-time viewers. Here's my argument with this um, is that look how much they're advertising this. This is TNT. This is a major cable network. They they bought ads on this freaking podcast, for Christ's sakes, getting people to tune in. They are putting everything they can behind it. So with tonight, I feel like the expectations, one, from from us – you know, internet fans to borrow an old, old antiquated mm-hmm. term. Uh, for us, like the expectations were really high, but for casuals, you got to grab those people week one out. And I think the action was great. I just don't know. Uh, you know, if, if you've stopped <clears throat> watching wrestling, if you're a lapsed fan, what's going to bring you back? Is it action or is it a mix of action and storytelling? And it's like I said earlier, you know, if, if NXT was all action week one and week two, they dropped 15% in the ratings. If you're not going to grab in these viewers tuning in for the first time, the action is great for us wrestling fans. We love it. But uh, casuals, you know, you watch it with MMA, anything else. They they need to know why they're watching what they're watching. Yeah. Uh, so we had the main event tonight. Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks versus Chris Jericho, Santana, and Ortiz. They announced last night that uh, Santana and Ortiz, former LAX, were going to be pairing with Chris Jericho tonight for this match. Uh, once it got going, John Moxley showed up and got into it with Kenny Omega. That continued uh, all the way into the VIP area inside the uh, arena, going through a glass coffee table. This felt like a big deal to me. Yeah. But this also also felt stupid to me in the fact that if you want to make it a more sports-oriented presentation, which is what they always say. Look, I hate DQ finishes, but the fact that someone can run in and then brawl with one of the guys in the match and and take them all the way to the back, and it's not a DQ – is just freaking stupid. I mean, mm-hmm. at least say it's a no DQ match beforehand or something like that. Uh, but to not have, you know, that's an automatic DQ as soon as Moxley got in there. And, and, and also the LAX, like them being his partner, that's not big enough, dude. No offense to them. Yeah, so those I like that they... Not, those guys should not be the main event of their first broadcast. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I like that they didn't keep it as a mystery. Like they they announced it last night, so I think it would have gotten a big groan if they did turn out to be the mystery. You know. Yes, yeah, that's true. That's true. But why couldn't they get somebody else? Why couldn't they get Pentagon Phoenix? <laughs> oh yeah, I mean that, that would have been awesome. Yeah, although with uh, Kenny and right. Moxley, I think that that I mean I don't know. Once yeah. that happened, like, that was I thought that was cool. I wasn't expecting that tonight. Yeah. yeah. No, I think it was smart uh, to have Moxley in that role. Um, one more question, though. Do yeah. you lose the ability, episode one, did you lose out on the opportunity that I was just complaining about earlier, not complaining about, but pointing out about Lucha Brothers not getting an entrance and mm. an introduction and then having this really awesome match? Did you lose out on that? Ta-da, center stage, feature, spot, introduce, bringing Johnny Moxley out onto tnt for the first time and an entrance and a video package before he comes out let's say and then has this match do you, do you know what i mean and presenting this huge larger than life star that is on this show versus yeah. him running out and then the camera trying to keep up with him and that's johnny max like, oh my god yes the surprise element was great but that's again for us the fans that are always going to tune in we were surprised by that element we love that but the average viewer i'm talking about yeah 
I think they could have hyped it up more in promoting it. I think, as I'm thinking about this more, they didn't even need to film anything new with anyone tonight. Between being the elite, between interviews they've given, they could have cut together an amazing Moxley promo they could have shown on TV that I think would have got people to tune in. I, I, thought, this, I thought this was... I, I got to clarify what I was saying. I, yeah. While I thought that should be a DQ just from stupidity reasons, yeah. um, I thought it was great. I mean, it got, the fans were into it. It, it was were. a heated brawl. I think anyone watching was probably glued to it. Um, and in in that sense, I'm glad the Lucha Brothers weren't in that match because it took away from the match, right? You didn't see like most of the match because half of it was that brawl. Well, um, and after the match, uh, Cody ran out. Uh, so Jericho, Santana, and Ortiz won via pinfall with Judas Effect on Matt Jackson, pinned uh, for the one, two, three. Post match, Cody ran out, swung at Jericho, dropped Santana and Ortiz. Sammy Guevara runs out, low blows Cody. Dustin Rhodes runs out. Helps to even the odds. Low blows Guevara. Out of nowhere comes ja- Jake Hager, uh, formerly WWE's Jack Swagger, who went after everybody. Uh, Dustin, Cody, Nick, and Matt. Hits a Vader bomb on Cody, then power bombs Dustin on the timekeeper's table. Cody gets picked back up. Jericho hits the Judas effect, and the heels pose to close the evening. Um, as pe- some people in the chat are saying, who's Jack Swagger? Uh, Raj. Yeah. Explain this for people so they understand why this is not just a former WWE guy showing up. Um, well, first off, he's probably the biggest guy in AEW right now. Um, and really? I feel like they need some guys with size. Uh, maybe Luchasaurus. Oh, biggest size-wise. Yeah, size-wise. Um, Matt, maybe, you're missing uh, your calling. You can go in and tower over all these uh, these uh, little people. <laughs> you, yeah, absolutely you would. Um, and, you know, he's been in MMA. He's been undefeated, uh, fighting for Bellator. Um <laughs> And yeah, he's he's actually shown that, um, you know, in in the MMA cage when he cuts a promo, he's really good. You know, it's just kind of always been restricted in the WWE world, but he's got the size, he's got a good look. He, I mean, he stood out there when he was out there. So I thought, uh, he's not muscular signing. though. He's he's awkwardly lanky. He's gotten he's gotten better. Um, he's long ass arms. He's not muscular. Right, he's not Jack by any means, but it, he he's gotten but, but he's gotten in roster. better shape. Yeah, yeah, and on this roster especially. But yeah, really quick, I want to point out one thing. So I feel like I'm going hard on these guys, and I, I don't want it to come across that way. This is their first show that they've filmed for an actual, t- you know, for an actual network. Like this, we we were told we were never going to see again. Yeah, you know what I mean. So we also got to make room here, lots of room. For this is PS, our first time ever being on network television. Man. Absolutely, we're timing things out for the first time. We're trying new things that that maybe we might not have tried before, but now we're doing it. Now there's so many things we need to give them. Oh, they know, successfully no. pulled off yeah. a national cable production tonight. They did yeah. not shit the bed at all when no, it came to uh, miscues, oh. mistiming. It was very, very well produced tonight. I thought Raj, that, first this was a better show all around. If I had money to pay for either of these two shows, I would have paid more for AEW show. Yeah, if I'm showing if I'm showing a group of friends, uh, if I had the choice between showing them this or NXT tonight, I'm showing them this. Yeah, I just have to explain to them who most of the people are. But outside of that, you know, it's uh, it's easy to watch. It was fast. It was uh, I thought it was awesome. I think it was great. Great start. Yeah. We'll talk about NXT in a moment, but I think that one thing to remember, and it's true whether it's a TV show, a comic book, or even a podcast like this one, every episode is somebody's first. 
And I think that you need to really grab people not only with the quality of what you're doing, but make it accessible. And that's what I think AEW uh, didn't quite clear the bar tonight for doing something that was accessible to first-time viewers, just explaining who everyone was. I thought NXT did a better job of that, even if it was on commentary with Moro explaining, you know, Finn Balor, kind of like what it means him coming back to NXT. They had more vignettes. Um, I think they're a little more cognizant of that. This is the trouble. Were you, in my opinion, with Shavon, with Tony Schiavone and Shivani rather, and Jim Ross doing? I can't believe I'm saying that. There's a two Hall of Famer. Jim Ross definitely a Hall of Famer announcer. But yeah, that's the truth. Think about it. They're not going to update who's who quick yeah. enough, like like they did on NXT. And I know what you're talking about, Glenn. Yeah, Moro is like walking Wikipedia. Yes, he is. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's so good. He's so good mm-hmm. at contextualizing things. Um, so for AEW, look, they win the week just for the fact alone that they got a production on TNT, the real first formidable comp- formidable competition to WWE in 20 years. They started with tonight. They have the Turner machine behind them, the Warner Brothers media machine behind them, and that cannot be uh, overstated, just and how just, big that is. And just in terms of interest on the site, uh, right now the AEW uh, post – for for our coverage has 4418 comments the nxt has 599 so a lot more interest wow. at least online aew's trending number one uh so a lot of interest i think they're gonna win this week uh pretty big i yeah i mean it, you know you never know with nxt because it's got the wwe machine behind them but aew always over delivers as well so I now that being i'm different sorry here, the fans want this to succeed more i think that's going to be the bigger difference though yeah. yeah, hopefully they can pull in enough new fans to yes. to keep this thing going and, and get, make it big. You know, we want a big war. You know. Yeah. And by the way, they're both, gonna... they, they're both pulling from the same fans. I think. I don't think yeah, right. these two are getting mainstream fans right now. Right. And I think they'll stick with it because they want the AEW to be the better of the two. That's what I think. And what's funny about this is they pulled this off in what is WWE's biggest week. Um, probably uh, in the lifetime of the company with them going to Fox because they have major media behind them as well. But I think it's a bigger win for AEW because they did this mm-hmm. with WWE being the monolith in this industry. Well, props to WWE for not, you know, throwing Roman Reigns out there and keeping NXT NXT, you know, and not messing with it. Um, you know, they could have easily tried to pop a rating and, and send, you know, Roman and Seth out there, but they didn't. I don't think I would have beaten it. I'm being dead ass serious. I Probably think yeah. I would have beat it. I think it would have felt episode worse. ever. No, you can't yeah. beat that. Hulk Hogan couldn't have done that. Nobody. So we opened NXT tonight with an N- NXT title match: Matt Riddle versus Adam Cole, and Adam Cole retaining. You hate that. Uh, yeah, I'm You're just. I'm over this guy. I mean, Finn, Finn showing up. I was hoping to say I'm over. Hang on, hang on. Did you say you're over this guy? I'm over this guy. Adam Cole? Yeah. <laughs> I think I think the money feud is Adam Cole and Velveteen Dream. I think I, agree. I don't know. Matt Riddle is not championship material right now. He's he he's over with the fans. Um he will be, I think, but I just don't think he's there yet. Um mm-hmm. And I think Adam Cole is. And you know, you see where it leads to you got Tommaso Ciampa and Finn Balor. What's that? Adam Cole is more, way more polished all around as an all around performer. Mm-hmm. Before Finn Balor showed up, I was tweeting. I was hoping Velveteen Dream was going to come out. We're going to have Velveteen versus Adam Cole the next takeover. That was yeah. like my hope. Finn Balor, pretty good alternative to that. 
I mean, duh. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Who could play against that? Uh, so this was a good match. It was a good opening. Now, this didn't feel nearly as big as AEW. If I'm just looking at the two shows starting at the same time and flipping yeah. back and forth, AEW felt like WrestleMania. NXT yeah. felt like, Matt, what, what were those weird uh, wrestling videos you shot in a warehouse that you didn't want to ask what the dude did with them? Like, with that's Rocky. what NXT... Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. what NXT felt like by comparison. <laughs> it might as well have been an empty arena compared to AEW. Uh, yeah, I made the comparison on Twitter that it felt like Saturday night's main event versus WCW Saturday night. You know, it's like <laughs> WCW Saturday night was always yeah. in that small studio yes. where Saturday night's main event was in the big arenas. Uh, that was what it felt like. But action to action, I thought NXT was, if you're looking at just wrestling, just bell to bell, I thought that it was a much, much stronger show, actually. Mm-hmm. It was w- really good. W- Saturday night had a really cool entrance doorway. Yeah. I always thought <laughs> that little spaceship. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, this little it puff of scr- smoke coming out it, from the back. It was really scrubs coming out of it, but still. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so Finn Balor did show up at the end of that match uh, to proclaim that as of now, he is NXT. We'll see how long this lasts, but uh, Cole and Balor, had a few words off Mike as Cole backed out of the ring. Bowers music hit. He got a great pop there. Um, man, I'm hoping he. Th- I'm hoping this can rehab uh, his cre- career trajectory for when he goes back <clears throat> to the main roster after this. Um, yeah, you could usually tell WWE doesn't uh, the main roster booking. They don't really care much about NXT. Yeah, that's apparent. They don't get NXT cred. <laughs> And what's funny is NXT to me is mild. I'm being honest. I'm just being honest. It, ahead of SmackDown and Raw for me. For me. If I had a choice between any of these three shows and I'm on a desert island by, deserted island by myself and I can only pick one of those three, I swear to you, I'm picking NXT. I wish if NXT was on a different night, I, I, in fact, if NXT was on opposite Raw, I would watch NXT, hands down. Well, I think NXT, they. I, I still think they got to get out of full sale. As a hardcore fan, it's fine. I, it's great. Okay, I think I'm liking that though. I think I'm liking the fact that the fans go crazy for everything. I don't know yeah, why, but, but I think if you move it after a while, they're gonna it's gonna die down. It's the I same fans it, week in week out. What makes me think these guys are better? These guys and girls are better than they really are. Which is I like that. I don't know. I'd rather cheer and get excited about a wrestler coming out than not. I yeah. just think I just they think, help yeah. me do that. Those fans. I think if you had NXT with the AEW setting tonight, and assuming that the fans were just as hot, yeah, uh, it's just a money show. You could, you know, it looks great, and then you got the great action as well. Mm. Uh, we announced for next week Leo Rush versus Drew Gulak for the cruiserweight championship, and was it referred to as the NXT cruiserweight championship tonight? I saw on Twitter somebody said, "I believe so." Oh, I missed that. I believe so. I'm scared to fully commit to that answer. Yeah. Uh, 205 Live moving to Fridays this week. Mm -hmm. uh, Starting this week with SmackDown. Then we got Io Shirai versus Mia Yim. Uh, This match for a women's match, not for a title. This got a fantastic amount of length to it. Um, They really were able to go at it with Io Shirai picking up a win. Um, Great. Great wrestling. Yeah, no, tonight, this is, okay, so I give a point to NXT tonight. Even with the first championship title match on AEW, NXT, their <clears> women's <throat> division tonight, just killed it. It's not, yeah, yeah. It's not fair to compare yeah. the women's division just yet, but yes, yes. Yeah, 
And Mia Yim, I thought that was her best match that she's had. And, you know, they gave Io Shirai a lot of leeway. She, you know, they gave her time. And uh, I thought this was really good. Yeah, and Mia Yim is nasty. She is so good. She's so nasty in that ring, dude. Yeah. So good. And uh, we got a video package on Tegan Knox after that, which I thought was cool. Um, Terrible. Then... <laughs> I, I feel like they have a computer program that just spits out these names. Don't they all sound kind of similar in NXT? When I got comfortable enough, like with TNA, I used to go ask like Matt Conway and look on. I go, where the hell do you get these stupid names from? These are the stupidest names. Yeah. Where do they come from? It's probably it's something story, but there's always some story behind it. Yeah. And it's gotta so, be something they could trademark. It can't be too close to the name of a real person because then they could sue. I remember, okay, I'll be honest with this. I remember when Velvet Sky and Angelina Love were first named, okay? I was there. And I remember being heated, heated because I'm friends with both. And this is their big opportunity, their first time on our TV at the time. I was heated. I was like, that is so lazy. They're being lazy. They're just giving them strippers' names. Um, That's so freaking lazy. So lazy. Wait till they see how good they are. They're going to regret giving them their names. I will end up being wrong because those names ended up, they still use them today and they're super duper popular. But I remember being like really fired up about that because I thought it was really lazy on our creative team's part. They give out lazy names so often at TNA they were doing. Oh, one week, one week on this podcast on a slow week, we'll have to pay, uh, play a porn star or a low, mid card wrestler just between the name. Very sure. similar, very similar naming schemes. Um, Johnny Gargano versus Shane Thorne. Shane Thorne looked good here. He 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 has the size. He's he's got uh, you know he he's got potential. I mean he needs he needs a lot of seasoning. But I think um, you know just with the size and everything, I I could see him being pushed uh, pushed down the road. A lot of people online have said things to me about him, uh, messages and things like that. Um, this was my first time actually seeing him. Hmm. Yeah, I've never seen him before. It's a good match, Gargano. Uh wonder what the what the plan is for gargano now well Gargano's almost part-time right now he's hardly wrestling he's been banged up um i mean he's hardly wrestling in nxt he hasn't been working he with live events and everything we'll never leave nxt but yeah i mean if he's already banged up there's, there's no way he's going to the main roster so yeah and uh then the nxt women's title match candice LeRae versus Shayna baszler with candice LeRae tapping out and baszler retaining Terrible decision. Yeah. I don't need, okay, I don't need this title switch. You just don't let her. She's the little engine that could. She's the ultimate underdog baby face. You don't let her tap out. You let her pass out. You let her do something else. You don't ever let her tap. Yeah. Not this early, at least. I do feel like that's an overplayed move in NXT. The the baby They're face saving it for the right characters. This is a yeah. character that's the never give up, never say die. I always think when I watch her, baby. I mean, baby. she's the most she's the most popular baby face on the roster, right? I mean, I, I I, I, for for the women, for sure. Um, with me, she is yeah. A Dakota of- Kai. Who? Dakota Kai, probably second in terms of pure. Mm. Yeah, but Candice is main event material you know like she could headline a takeover whereas yeah um so shana retains i i I like that they're you know when they're consistent with the character because when they do finally get beat um 
I don't like people just getting beat all the time. So when Shayna finally does get beat, it's going to mean something. And, you know, maybe they could do a rematch at TakeOver. Um, you know, they got, uh, what's her what's her name? Uh, Rhea Ripley in the mix. So, um, dude, we'll see. Rhea, we talked about this uh, last week on the podcast. Rhea Ripley, like, no contest. She looks like the baddest woman in all of the WWE. Give me Rhea versus Becky Lynch. That would be a money main event. Yeah, so if Rhea just destroys Shayna or something like that, you know, how how effective would that be? Star, yeah. yeah. Uh, Pete Dunn versus Danny Birch. I don't like Danny Birch. I'm entertained by him normally. I love this match though. Really? Yeah. Again, this is that psychology I was telling you guys about. This is that British style that, again, many of us can't do, never could do. And I like the breakdown, the psychology of how they work their matches. I'm always entertained by it. Yeah. What is the what is the um, what's the name of their group? Walter's group, oh, the Imperial. The Imperial. Uh, outside of Walter, I can, uh, and I, I'm a wrestling fan. They all look the same. Alexander Wolf. Well, maybe not him, but you, you know what I mean. Like the they're, they're very yeah. kind of yeah. generic. Um, yeah, they're, they're the British undisputed era. <laughs> I would say I'd say more generic even. And yeah, I, I, know, I know what Raj was talking about. I agree with that. And so it's just like watching just one random guy. It's, you know, um, from this group of randoms. Which is three shadows behind them or right. whatever. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, as a group, I think it's pretty weak. But to your point, Matt, I don't think Pete Dunn can have a bad match. I mean, he is uh, he's super talented. He, he's he's great in there. I'd hate to see what they do with him on the main roster. I hope he stays oh, in NXT. Me too, um, for his own, his own sanity. Exactly. He's so good. He's so yeah. good. He's, they would never use him properly, and it'd be a crying shame. Yeah. So. Yeah. Afterwards, Damian Priest came out. Uh, Pete Dunn won the match. Priest mm-hmm. came out, got in Dunn's face. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Damian Priest is not long for NXT. Once Vince sees him, he's got that the look, the size. Yeah. He's going to be on the main roster by this point next year. Yeah, yeah. tag teaming with Alistair Black. Where has Alistair Black been? Catering in that black closet, but uh, Damian Priest, no, but Damian Priest has got you know, you see it with Baron Corbin, you got that. If you got size, you're gonna get that opportunity, yeah. And then we got the NXT tag team titles match the Street Profits versus Undisputed Era. Street Profits coming in with rapper Wale. Um, I gotta say, Street Profits had the best entrance on either show tonight, the way they got the crowd involved, hyped up. Okay, I hope so. They came up with a freaking famous rapper. Yeah, it was great, though. I mean, the energy, you know, we were talking about this, right? We were talking about this, like, I think on Fox. I hope on Fox they do this Friday. Like, you want to give it that big feel, like, everybody's so excited for everything. The energy, the crowd, you could feel it in the air. Street Profits, for the last match of the night tonight, they captured that. I feel uh, like if you come out with a famous rapper, you should win. You know, I hated <laughs> I, I hated at WrestleMania 32 when Sasha came out with yeah. Snoop Dogg. And she didn't end up winning. Um, it just, it just kind of, it just dampens the whole thing. I don't know. It does. I agree. But holy jeez, Montez Ford, that guy. Um, he is just so super impressive. I and mean, some of the stuff he was doing, the stuff he was doing at the end, it was just uh, tattooed all over him. Yeah, he is. A, yeah, he's a superstar waiting to happen. But undisputed era, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish retained the tag titles tonight. 
beating the Street Profits. After Adam Cole came out in the ramp, raised his title at his Undisputed Era partners in the ring, and then Tommaso Ciampa's music hit, he came out and Ciampa walked out of the stage, stared Cole down, keeping an eye on the title. They faced off as the NXT season premiere went off the air with Cole and Ciampa staring at each other. Yep. So they set up two things for Cole. So with Finn and, and Ciampa, and kind of like you said, maybe a three-way at the next takeover in, in November. Very, It'll be cool. cool. Yeah. I, thought it, I thought it was a good ending. Yeah. yeah, this, man, I mean, both sides brought it tonight. Yeah, and I mean, NXT, they went over. They went over by about 15 minutes. Um, I mean, yeah, they, they had, like, no commercials. All the commercials were inset. Um you know, AEW did that a lot too. They had a bunch of inset commercials. So if you're trying to get a bathroom break and you're watching both, it was very difficult. It was very difficult. <laughs> it honestly was. You're right. You, you couldn't get a break. But uh, yeah, I mean, a great night to be a wrestling fan. I'm pumped. I, I Personally, I hope they move out of full sale. I think it'll make it look bigger. I, I think if AEW is beating them uh, mm -hmm. consistently. So check out Wrestling Inc. tomorrow. We're going to have the ratings, uh, you know, probably like 5 o'clock Eastern. Wow. It's very exciting. Uh, what else do we have, Raj? Any quick? Uh... Uh, CM Punk. Uh, he's always he's always lingering in the news. Uh, so he was on a, a Collider Live earlier today, and he confirmed that he's been talking with Fox for the WWE backstage show, their studio show that they're doing. Um, he said he hasn't met with WWE. He's open to anything, but not necessarily wrestling. Uh, he said, if they come to me with, hey, you want to wrestle? I'll say, um, I'm not interested. But he did say he's past the drama. He can cover WWE and and uh, and he wouldn't crap on it just to crap on it. But at the same time, if he saw something bad, he's going to call it out. And he looks at it as like, you know, the NFL with the NFL show, the, the Fox shows that they do where, you know, NFL doesn't employ them as a recap. Is a position like that. He had big props for Renee Young. Said he he loves her. She she was great. He was at the tryout with her. So, um, I you know Fox wants those ratings. They're spending big money. Um, so I could definitely see them them hiring him. I'm going in Friday this Friday morning to cover a preview show for it here in Florida, Fox 35. It's awesome. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. Um. So yeah, yeah. It's so. He, you know, as soon as he is in with Fox, though, and I'm sure they'll be sending WWE talent if they're intermingling with Punk. Obviously, that that starts cozying the two sides. So it it, it does seem more and more like that he'll wrestle. Well, he's 41 right now. If he's going to do it, he needs to do it. You know, he needs to do it yeah. soon. Um, yeah. And probably in not, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Right. Um, and so Triple H was asked about Punk and and the FS1 show, and he said uh, basically Fox is doing it. The show, it's their show. Um, they've had a long list of people that they're interviewing, and for them, you know, if the right opportunity came, uh, they'd be willing to w work with Punk again. But it seems like there's going to be have to be some, uh, you know, uh, fences that need to be mended. But uh, he, he's definitely not closing. Closing the door on Punk coming back. Well, there you have it. Yeah. Um, also, Sasha Banks recently uh, was on a podcast and noted that Vince McMahon uh, got her a new contract when she came back. So she's got a new deal um, that's, you know, obviously better than the previous 
So, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of the the big stuff. Obviously, the big stuff was what we covered for the last hour. So, um, yeah, crazy man. Uh, Friday night, we get a day off, but we're back Friday to talk SmackDown Live on Fox. Big names keep getting confirmed for this, Rod. What's the lineup as it stands? Uh, the Rocks, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair. Um, you know, you got Kofi Kingston versus Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar's winning the Universal title. I think everyone everyone thinks that. Um, yep. What else? What are some of the other matches? I'm, I'm forgetting off the top of my head. Four uh, horsewomen are going to go against one yeah, of them. Yeah, Charlotte and Becky versus Sasha and Bailey. They've done that a couple times already, right? Feel like they have. Uh, I think it's been a while. They've had Carmella stand in for uh, Becky. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's going to be a huge night. There's going to be they got like uh, dozens of celebrities that are going to be there. I think uh, I think a bunch of the Rams are going to be at ringside. The Rams offensive line. So I mean, <laughs> yay, yay! <laughs> You're really reaching here, guys. You know what? You know what? But well, uh, what? well, they're trying to pull it as. As sports, right? Like they're pulling it on Fox Sports as sports, so they're. I'm sure that someone's going to have something with the Rams so that they can make the uh, the sports shows. Oh. Unless it's the '85 Bears doing the Super yeah. Bowl Shuffle or the Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders, I don't care. Those are the only two sports <laughs> things I pop for. Glenn, yeah. you don't like real sports. I prefer my uh, sports of the entertainment variety, predetermined as it were. I'm pretty much. Um, Did you just talk English? <laughs> 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 so get this, uh, Matt. I'm going to save this at the end. This is a bonus for people that stuck through this entire long podcast. Matt, last night for the first time ever, I watched an episode of Total Divas. You did? Yeah. What did you think? Um, and this is going to sound funny for a reality show about wrestlers. Mm-hmm. A lot of the drama felt very manufactured. You don't say, yeah? Huh. Yeah. Uh, interestingly enough, the news stories were out today, lowest season premiere that they've had, I believe, or certainly the lowest in a while, like a 0.11 rating. 252,000 viewers. The lowest Ronda by Rousey far. Being on, right? Yeah. yeah. Ronda Rousey was new on this, right? Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. With Ronda Rousey, Sonya Deville is on the season, 252,000. Uh, to compare, uh, last season was... Th- 3.9 million the one before was 6.9 or basically seven and then season six just a few seasons ago was nine million uh, so it's the bellas and cena that drive that show right oh, I'm, I'm sorry i'm sorry I, I, i'm looking at the wrong numbers oh um, thanks raj no it was like twice <laughs> as much though it was like half a million now it's like it a was. quarter of a million yeah but i'm looking at total viewers but i uh, will say this uh because we talked about this if they did a women's wrestling show on e that was competitive i will yeah. say this the way they recut the royal rumble on the show and the way they presented it i actually really think their production style was fantastic if you had something where the storylines were a little less soap opera and there was some actual in-ring action i personally think that would be a money show Okay, real quick, I, I want to. As soon as I said nine million, I'm like, what I'm not it? that sick. I know, I know it's okay. So last season, so this season, two hundred fifty-two thousand. Last season was almost double, four hundred fifty-four. The one before that, five hundred fifty-six. The one before that, seven point seven hundred twenty-four. Uh, season five was one point one million. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, yeah, uh, you're you're talking a steep decline. Um, I mean, nothing for nothing. Those shows don't do bigger numbers than that normally right isn't that isn't 0.5 like what those half hour reality shows generally do unless it's like 
Vanderpump yeah. Rules or something crazy like that on Bravo, which is gets monster ratings. Let's see, Real Housewives ratings. Yeah, like some of those uh, for the love of hip hop, which beats Raw in the demo a lot, you know, a lot of times. Yeah. So yeah, it depends. But as far as this show, just comparing this show for what it's done, it's uh, it's way down from even just last season, and that's got to be disappointing with Ronda Rousey. Real Housewives of Atlanta pulled three years ago three point seven three seven million bit of that. Nene is the most entertaining character <laughs> in TV history in this house. We love. <laughs> <laughs> and Matt gives me shit about what I watch. Hashtag uh, any leaks. Is the bleep. Well, so and just remember, no matter how many people tonight watched uh, AEW on TNT or NXT on USA, more than twice as many are watching The Masked Singer on Fox tonight. So I'm going to wrap up this podcast so I can go and watch that. Yeah. Um, Matt, anything to plug before we take it home? No. Okay, he's BP Matt Morgan on Twitter. As Raj said, check, check Wrestling Inc. for all the latest news, the ratings. Uh, anything else, Raj? Yeah, yeah. interviews with Rocky Johnson, The Rock's dad, um, talking about how he uh, helped The Rock come up with his name, uh, helped out with the Hulk Hogan versus The Rock match, how he you know helped uh, helped out with it. Um, Taz um, and, and, and a bunch of other exclusive interviews this week. You should have told me you are interviewing Rocky Johnson. I could have asked you to ask him how he used to try to work me for my own protein bars. <laughs> And not have to pay for them. I'll say I'll say that for next time. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, we will be back here Friday to talk about SmackDown on Fox, the premiere. Uh, I'm Glenn Rubenstein. You can follow me on Twitter at Glenn Rubenstein, where I live tweet along with WWE programming. And we will catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care.